DoorDash helps you make cash fast. All you need is your bike and a smartphone. The sign-up process is super quick and easy. Now you get to choose your own hours and be your own boss. And best of all, you get to keep 100% of your tips. Download the DoorDash driver app today to get started. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Mission Pulse. Know God's heart, join his mission. You were talking to me about discipleship and a paradigm for discipleship uh, that, that was really yeah. exciting before we started recording here. I wanted to ask you that. What is discipleship? Can you uh, reiterate again what you were telling me? What is discipleship as some of the context you've been reading in Scripture? Sure. Well, discipleship ultimately is becoming like Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's the t- teacher. We're the disciples. Luke 6.40 says the student is not above the teacher, but any student who's been perfectly trained will be like the teacher. Jesus said that himself. Um, Now, discipleship also is a process. So what we we recognize, and the Lord showed me this one time a few years ago, um, is the word that is translated in the New King James, you know, it says in Ephesians 4, 11 and 12, he gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Then it says to equip the saints for the work of ministry and so on. That word equip, there's a derivative, um, and I may not be pronouncing it exactly right, but uh, my, my uh, basic Greek <laughs> in seminary, yeah. but, uh, you know, katartizmos, and then there's katartizo, and that's the word, the verb um, is katartizo is, is what is translated in English in Luke 6, 40, perfectly trained. Now, interestingly, that word is translated in Matthew four twenty one. Jesus is walking along the seashore and he sees James and John sitting there mending the fishing nets. It's the same word. So the word that's translated equip, perfectly trained, is also translated mend. And what ends up happening is Jesus, of course, calls them to leave the nets behind and come and follow him. And he talks about making them fishers of men. And that word implies process, make. What ends up happening, I, I noticed this. In the Gospels, there's two stories, two narratives where Jesus performed uh, a supernatural miracle that had to do with catching fish. And and the first one is in Luke chapter 5, kind of in the beginning of his ministry, the early stages. And, you know, here he is, he he sees Peter, and then he gets in the boat, and he tells Peter, Peter to launch out into the deep. He tells Peter to launch out into the deep and then let down the nets. And he does so. And there's this amazing catch of fish. And it actually says the nets tore. Hmm. Now, the devil's not the only one in the details. God is in the details. And I think this is an important detail because 
Fast forward after Jesus' death and resurrection, when he appears to his disciples again in John 21, same thing, kind of deja vu. You know, they they had been fishing. You know, these guys were commercial fishermen. Jesus is gone. What are we going to do? Peter says, let's go fishing. So they go fishing. They don't catch anything, just like in Luke 5. And then Jesus calls out to them from the uh, the seashore, and he asked them if they caught any fish. He says, no, nope, nothing. So he says, okay, well, let down the net on the right-hand side of the boat. So he does, and they do, and wow, there's this amazing catch of fish. And it actually says the nets began to break. They had to call for help. And then the comment is made, there were 153 large fish, but yet the nets did not break. So the first time the nets broke, the writer, Luke, is careful to document that. John is careful to document 153 large fish. The nets did not break. Now, St. Jerome says that represented the nations of the earth, 153. But the bottom line is whether that's true or not, that was a lot of big fish. And that was an abundant, you know, catch of fish. So what happens is he says the nets did not break. So I began to look at that and I realized, I said, look at, you know, to me, what I felt the Holy Spirit says is this implies the discipleship process. Again, remember that the word translated equip, cardotizo, is the word that's translated meant. So basically, there's this process that Jesus wants to bring us through as his followers, his disciples. And that is, he brings us into a relationship with him. He shows us, you know, no matter how... Uh, gung-ho we are about doing certain things for the Lord, There's there has to be a work of preparation in our life. And Peter, of course, was a professional fisherman, but on his own, with his own resources, his own power, his own um, intellect, and re all of those things, he was not able to catch fish. So that shows the, our human inability to do what God has called us to do. Hence, we need Acts 1.8, I will give you power from an eye, dunamis, which can also mean divine ability, supernatural ability to do what I've called you to do. Because what he's called us to do is not only difficult, it's impossible hmm. and in our own strength. Yeah. So this process is, hey, guys, let me mend your life. Come and follow me. And over three years, he begins to mend the torn net, so to speak. Hmm. And it's all about preparing them because why do you mend a net? Going back to the picture of James and John, right? It's not so you hang it up on the on the wall uh, and say, "Look at our our nice fishing net." We have many churches that are like that, right? We and we we talk about what we've done in the past and and uh, and and you know we we look back in time, but ultimately we have to mend so we can send. Yeah. So God wants to mend us of our brokenness, our misery. He wants to do that work in us, conforming us to the image of Jesus, you know, filling us with his, uh, the fullness of who he is, and then ultimately releasing us. Because when at the end of those three plus years, we see the net doesn't break, which 
interestingly, then launch out into the deep. So go deep. And then at the three and a half years later, John 21, the right hand side, which is authority. Jesus is, of course, seated at the right hand of the father, which speaks of resurrection. And ultimately what Jesus did at the cross, ultimately. But we have to also say that there was a process of preparation the Mm. disciples had to engage in. So I believe discipleship is all about that. God says, I want to take you where you are. I want to mend you. I want to prepare you. I want to make you whole. I want to give you a fishing net to work with others. We're not a fishing pole just to do it on our own, but to be part of a body and a fishing net. And so you can go out and you could advance the kingdom and you can become a fisher of men. So just sitting back and doing nothing you know, we have churches that talk about you come here and we'll heal you. But ultimately, that discipleship process doesn't release people into the apostolic. And, you know, as Jesus said, as the father sent me, so send I you in that word apostolos, from which we get apostolic, the church needs to become apostolic, yeah. we need to become a sending church. And so there's a place for that. Then we have other ministries and churches that talk about sending people, but they don't have an adequate preparation process. And they're, they're not mending people properly. The discipleship element is missing. And what ends up happening is they go out and they try to, you know, catch men and the nets tear, unfortunately. Missions Pulse. Know God's heart, join his mission. This podcast is powered by Within Reach Global. Subscribe, watch, and listen on YouTube today. Visit missionspulse.com. Each of us has a purpose. We are destined to do something meaningful, not only to support our loved ones, but to positively impact our communities throughout the country. What do you think a private Christian education looks like? Grand Canyon University graduates 25,000 students yearly and offers more than 225 high-quality programs across nine colleges. Find your purpose at GCU. Visit gcu.edu.